today. We cheated. Damn, Tia. You just spilled a bean just like that, huh? Welcome back to Run It Black. I'm Michaela Groove. Happy to have you all. If you're new, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. I think I said that. <laughs> but uh, let's get into this episode. This is the episode where uh, Tamara asked Tia to cheat, well, to take her test for her. Tamara asked Tia to take Tamara's test for Tamara. Okay. Season one, episode four. Sister, sister, let's get into it. So this is the episode where we are introduced to Little Ray. Now, in the last episode, we we saw Little Ray's ghost. I wonder why they did that. I wonder why they did that. And I and I I looked up some stuff for Sister Sister, like fun trivia or whatever, and I didn't see this. What's up with that? But yeah, we're introduced to Little Ray. Jumped right into Lisa's arms, as she says. And um, we find out that Big Ray does not like animals. Hates cats. And that's too bad, Ray, because Lisa's also an adult. (laughs) And she wanted to keep the cat, so we all have a cat. And we're going to see why that was kind of a bad idea a little later in the episode. So we get into the <clears throat> the main storyline or whatever story, plot A I think they call it. I'm not a I'm not uh, scientific like that, so I don't know. Story storyline number one, bitch. What is this? The fucking um, the the test or the, or whatever school or trying to get through life without an education. That's what Tia said. So they introduce they introducing us into the into the shit. So <laughs> they're in school. Jamie can't tell them apart. Girl, Jamie is, Tamara is the one with the mole. Girl, that's all you gotta remember. I'm I'm looking at the episode now, I, and I don't think Tia. I think did they take the mole off Tia? Let's see. Let's see. Uh, trying to look for a close up of Tia. I think they took the mole off. I can't find a close-up right now. But I'll let y'all know if I remember. <clears throat> anyway, the principal comes by. He can't tell this one is apart. Uh, and he gives Tia her little uh, folder full of honor roll stuff, bumper stickers and papers and what and whatnot. Uh, what's Roger saying? Let's see what's Roger saying. Oh, they find out, uh, they spread the word to Roger saying that uh, Tia is the brains of the group and he wants them to call him. Of course, that's what (laughs) Roger always says. So now we get to Lisa and Ray and little Ray. Um, He scratched the hell out of Big Ray's favorite chair. And yet luckily Lisa is a fashion designer and she can she can fix it. It's okay. And uh, we'll get to see that later on uh, at the end of the episode. So the girls come, they come in, 
Excuse me. My mouth is so dry. Hold on, you guys. Okay. The girls come in. Uh, Tia gives Lisa the folder with the honor roll stuff in it. And um, they congratulate her. They all congratulate her. Um, Ray tries to say that Tamara is a good student because she has awards for good citizenship and kickball. And um, then Ray goes on to say that he loves history, and that's when him and Tia connect, and they start going back and forth, having their little conversation, uh, and Tamara's in the middle. And you can see... um, you can see where Tamara starts to feel um, uncomfortable because, uh, like, you can see the insecurity building up in her face as they continue their their banter. Um, I'm like, but we gotta imagine like that's that may have been one of the first times that Tia and Ray connected on a a bigger level in some way. And um we throughout the episode we see that well when when Tamara as Tia that like that's her way of handling things. Like she panicked. You know what I mean? She didn't know how to handle it. So she thought of the you know, she gave it a shot. She studied or well her way of studying she gave it a shot and uh, panicked the next day. <laughs> and that's why she asked Tia. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, so we get to Ray having a, I feel like it's a human moment, a human moment with Lisa. You know, they're just in the kitchen talking, like two adults. And I feel like in in this situation or in this conversation, he didn't really diss Tamara like he wasn't how can I say this he wasn't critical of her but but you could tell he was still a little disappointed which I can understand Uh, I'm not a parent but I can put myself in Ray's shoes uh, especially being a parent of a teenager Uh, you probably wish your you got all the stuff going on you probably wish that your mental load was a little lighter because, you know, you got you got to take care of the bills. You got to do this and that. You got more responsibilities. And then on top of that, you got to worry about your child and whether she's going to make it through high school. And so, you know, that mental load, it's got to be a lot. And that emotional load, because if she doesn't succeed, you have to handle everything that comes along with that. But at the same time, that doesn't necessarily speak to how Tamara is as a person. That's just her in school and how, um, well, I say, I say, I feel like Tamara, she could learn in a way that uh, may fit her. Like me, for example, like I'm hands-on. I'm a hands-on learner. I have to do it to learn it. So, I, I like I like doing science experiments. Like that's <laughs> like that's how I learn. I like doing the shit. 
But, you know, I don't, we, we don't know what Tamara, like, where her issue is um, in particular. But um, we, we see even then that back then the school system wasn't set up that way where um, they could, I don't know, group children of the same learning styles together, teach them one way. And and it sounds good in theory. I wouldn't know how that would work um, in practice. It it may not work, but I, we need to find a way. You know, we need to find a way to get these kids to to um, not just take tests, but actually, uh, you know, like uh, being more personal with the kids, so they learn better and and so they retain the information for when the tests do come. Right. Uh, but from what I hear today, it's still the same or even worse. Like I got younger cousins that are in high school and, uh, what they learning now is something totally different for, from what I learned back in, uh, I don't know, 2009. I graduated in 2010 and they learned something totally different. I'm like, what the hell is this? What is this? What is all this? Get get that away from me. Okay, I'm going to just stick with my job because I don't have to do this at my job. And I should tell you something right there. But we're going to move on. We're going to move on. <laughs> um, and, and, uh, and another thing. <laughs> I want to validate Tamara a little bit because she got on my nerves uh, a little bit, but, but when I – Rewatch the episode a couple more times, you know, I was able to to empathize with her. And I got to say, I, I don't think Tamara's dumb. And and we see that in this episode, like she's she's not dumb. She's she's a creative person. You know, I, she may have ADHD or some other focus issue if they're whatever is out there, you know. We got all this stuff out here. She could have some other focus issue, or she could just be bored with school. And the way that the teachers learn it, or teachers teach, it's just not her cup of tea. She might just be bored. She needs. Okay, I'm just, I'm just. Let's move on, because I'm ranting now. <laughs> so, um, I just feel like. Uh, after this conversation that Lisa and Ray have, and Tamara heard part of it, you know, she now, now she's just desperate to please her father. She's not even thinking about uh, what she wants. And uh, I get it. Like, after watching this episode so many times, I was like, yeah, I get it, Tamara. Not saying that what you did was right, but... I feel like any reasonable person would understand where you're coming from if they were in your position. Even as far as uh, going as far as manipulating <laughs> your own sister. Should we talk about that? I'm not going to talk about that. It might be too heavy. It might be too heavy. I don't want to get into that. <laughs> we got heavy. We got a lot of heavy moments, you know especially later in the later seasons. Got some great lessons to learn. That's why this that's why this is one of my favorite shows. One of my favorite shows. They did it in a, in such a loving way, especially in this episode. <clears throat> so um 
Yeah, the twins take the test. Well, Tamara tries to study, and uh, th- and she this is when she asked Tia to take the test for her. Did not work out because Sarah came around the corner and fucked up the thing and called Tia by her real name. <laughs> and the teacher heard, like, God damn it. I'm not mad at Sarah. I'm not mad. Don't get me wrong. I'm not mad at Sarah. She didn't know. I was like, dang. Damn it. <laughs> we were this close. <laughs> so uh, they come out to the uh, principal's office, Tia and Tamara. Everybody, everybody's everybody wants the tea, Jamie and them. And Roger shows up. Tea is like we're cheaters, cheater, cheater, pumpkin eaters. And they hear me clicking around. I don't want to talk about Roger. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Roger. He what? Well, well, he said his dad left him. And then he took that as an opportunity to to um, to holler at Jamie. <sighs> yeah, so that's it with Roger. So Sarah tells them to intercept the phone call from the principal, which they did. Tamara acts as Lisa, and as soon as the real Lisa strolls in, Tia... <laughs> We get to the intro. We cheated. Damn, Tia. <laughs> Damn, Tia. We were this close again. We were so close. <laughs> but she couldn't help herself. <laughs> Could not help herself. So Ray and Lisa are uh, pacing back and forth. And uh, Tia breaks down crying <laughs> because she feels so guilty. We can't make out anything that she's saying. She's just gibbering on, babbling on. And I have a story similar to this as far as, like, with how Tia, with how Tia was acting, with <laughs> sitting on the couch with Lisa and them. So I worked at Six Flags. Right? That was my first job. And I hope that they're not listening but (laughs) I hope they don't recognize who this is really because this is embarrassing I worked at Six Flags and so I worked at the front gate and the rule was if someone gives you a season pass and it's not that person on the season pass this is back when they took pictures I don't think they take pictures anymore But if it wasn't the person on the season pass, we had to confiscate it, right? And let me tell y'all about Reggie before I get back to me. Reggie, Reggie got into it with a couple. Well, he didn't get into it with them. They got into it with Reggie. Because if folks would get mad, you take their shit. They paid all this money for that. Season passes, they went for like $70, okay, each. And for just for Six Flags. Them folks get mad, you take their shit. So Reggie would get roughed up by some people. I think some I think he got yoked up by this big old white man one time. That was one time. Then another time, I think he got punched or something. <laughs> I wonder what Reggie doing today. Shout out to Reggie. But uh back to uh what I did. 
So I um <clears throat> I misheard one of my supervisors and I thought that because because when I when I um if I remember correctly, I asked him, I said, if they go get their season pass, the the real their their season pass, not the other person, because they try to give me another person pass. I asked my supervisor, I was like, can it, like can they get their season pass if they go get their real season pass? Can they get theirs back? Because I, I confiscated it and gave it to my supervisor. I thought he said, yeah, that's cool, because I remember, I remember seeing him nodding his head. I'm like, okay. So the dude, the, the customer, he came back asking for his shit. And I'm 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 going to my supervisor. I'm like, can I get that pass back? He was like, no. <laughs> but I'm gonna give it to you anyway because you know, I don't I don't really know what happened with the exchange there, and you already told the guests that they can get it back. So here, but next time, no. And and I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> because then. That led me to get in trouble with another supervisor because he he went and told. And actually, actually, no, switch that. It was a girl. I gave it to the girl. And the the girl supervisor went and told the dude because she had already gave it to the dude supervisor. Y'all following me? So when that happened, I felt terrible because I'm like, I just put words in that girl's mouth because I had to explain to the dude that this is what the girl said and so <laughs> we're all in the office and I'm just like Tia I'm bawling I'm like because I felt so bad like I genuinely felt bad because I was like I, I didn't want them to think that I put words in her mouth I genuinely thought that she said yes I can give the pass back <laughs> but <laughs> That when I saw Tia like that, that reminded me of that story. So that's a little about me. <laughs> and and I was I was like 19 or something back then. That was a long time ago. But uh back to the episode. <clears throat> so Ray, he asked he he asked Tamara, you know, what's up with you? What's you know, why you got this funky attitude about you, girl? And uh, Tamara basically says that, well, I feel like you think that I'm inadequate. You think I'm not the. You think I'm not smart. You think I'm the dumb twin. And then we get to. We're gonna get to them later. Before we get to this, I I love how Lisa validated Tia's feelings, saying that. She understands that Tia did it for a good reason. You did it to help your sister. She understood that. But she also held Tia accountable. And this is why I love Lisa Landry. <laughs> this is why I love her. This is why. We could all learn something from Miss Lisa Landry, y'all. Let me just say that. Cause I, I like how she gives Tia, uh, you know, the pep talks, and she doesn't really let Tia get away with 
a lot of things. See, she grounded to you. <laughs> like we understand you did a you did a a bad thing, but for nice reasons. So let's balance that out. <clears throat> and now we get to uh, Tamara and Ray. And Tamara says that she heard uh, Ray and Lisa talking, and she heard what Ray said. That um, he'd tell the world if Tamara was an honor student. And Ray basically tells her, like, it's it's not just about that. Like, you excel in in other areas. Like, you, you, were, you went running. <laughs> you didn't just walk, you ran. And you, you, you have tenacity. Like, you didn't want your father to put training wheels on your bike. Like, that's what's up. Tamara, you got balls, okay? Maybe, and maybe that's where Tia lacks. So you can't, we're going to get, we're going to get to the lesson learned here, okay? <laughs> I don't want to jump to it. But in this moment, I do love how Ray listened to Tamara. He listened to her and, and validated her feelings, we could learn something from Ray too. He let Tamara know that it's it's not all of, it's it's not always about being the smart person. Like creative people have uh, a space in this world too, and that goes for all y'all too. Like don't com- don't compare yourselves. Don't compare yourselves. Like I used to do that too. I I would um, compare myself to the those Instagram models. That's crazy, huh? Ain't that crazy? Like, don't do that. Don't do that to yourselves. I'll be so mad. I'm like, why are my why are my hips not smooth? Why do I have I have hip dips? Everyone has them, and that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. Everyone has hip dips, and I did not realize that at the time. All I saw was round hips. I'm like, oh, this is what everybody looks like? This is what everybody looks like now. So let me go ahead and do my exercises to get rid of my hip dips, something that that is, is come on, like, look, look, at, look at a skeleton. There's a dip there. So, yeah, you're going to have hip dips, no matter who you are. Now, mine are are very, I I literally look like a violin. (laughs) And I think that's what people call them uh, sometimes. I think that's one of their nicknames, like violin hips. That's how mine are shaped. And I will look at, well, she's not my friend anymore, but... I would look at her hips and I'm like, her hips are so round. But then when I got a closer look or when she um, walked a certain way, I was like, oh, there's the dip. Everyone has them. Everyone has them. You may, they, may be, they may be more fat in their area, so they're not as pronounced like mine. But... Um, Everyone has them. 
that's that's just what our that's what our skeletons that's how our bones are set up okay so women ladies out there if you have hip dips if you got violin hips love on them my ex he was like because i would tell him i like i feel insecure about this little piece of meat right here He's like, oh, that, that's where I grab. You know, that's 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 the space where I grab. I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, well, let me let me love on these hip dips. And now I love them. I love them. Love yourselves. Love y'all bodies. No matter what you look like. And if you don't like what you look like, then you got the power to change it. Not about that. In, in some level, I mean, on some level, in some capacity, you know. But we're uh, almost to the end of the episode. <laughs> Tamara apologizes and Ray punishes her for two weeks. Oh, boy, yeah. One for Tia, one for you, girl. And uh, we find out that Tia gets one week. One week. I think that's fair. That's very fair. And uh, uh, that's pretty much the end of the episode. <laughs> they were going to sit outside and soak with all with all the, uh, well, maybe they don't have mosquitoes right now. Maybe they don't. Because they're wearing long sleeves. It may be cold outside. But we get to Roger. He bursts in through their gate and... This little asshole. He's just a little asshole. I don't like Roger. <laughs> I don't like him. He acts nice, and then two seconds later, he just proves that he's he hasn't changed. He, he's still a little asshole. Trying to hit him where it hurts, calling him cheaters. But this one, you ain't, this is why. Don't nobody like you, Roger. This is why. But then we get to the credits, and that's where we see that loud-ass chair that Lisa, <laughs> that chair is loud. Don't get me wrong, I, I kind of like it because I love, I love colorful stuff, but Lisa, that chair and your shirt, hollering. Okay, but that's the end of the episode, y'all. Uh, we get to the credits. Uh, what happens in the credits? Let me see. Oh, right. A uh, little Ray scratched up Ray's jacket. Lord have mercy. <laughs> but that's it. That's it. I didn't hold y'all too long. I'm at the uh, I'm at what 28 minutes right now on my recording, and I'm gonna cut some. I be cutting the dead air out. I don't want y'all to be sitting too long, and be thinking something happened. Like, whoa, did my shit fuck up? Why is it so quiet? <laughs> So, but yeah, that's that's it, you guys. I hope y'all had fun. I had fun. This episode uh, was, um, it had some deep moments. It had some deep moments. But we all learned a good lesson. So, on the next episode, episode five, Out Alone is what it's called. And uh, this is when uh, Tamara basically wants Tia to get out her face drama y'all it's gonna be drama 
But yeah, I gotta get out of here. I'm hungry as hell. I'm gonna give me some cookout. I gotta go to the store, get some stuff. Down to the Publix and down to the cookout, honey. But yeah, I will see you all next time. This was Run It Black. I'm Michaela Groove. Bye bye.